In the political... By signing the Declaration of Independence, 56 Americans pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. This was no idle pledge. Nine of the signers died of wounds during the Revolutionary War. Five were captured or imprisoned. Wives and children were killed, jailed, mistreated, or left penniless. Twelve signers' houses were burned to the ground. Seventeen lost everything they owned. Even with all of this, no signer defected. Their honor, like their nation, remained intact. Wayne, Hutch, and J.R. have volunteered their lives and resources to keeping you aware of what you need to know to be informed and educated in today's time of fake news and misinformation. There is a uniparty out there, and it is your job to join together to defeat them. This podcast starts now. Ahead of the re-election announcement, a CBS News poll found Democrats accept Biden's re-election bid, but aren't necessarily excited about it. And still, nearly half of Democrats don't want the 80-year-old to run, and they cite his age as the reason. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The truth is, its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and we are live. Let's check the um, chat. We are live. Welcome to (laughs) what a beautiful, beautiful afternoon that is going to be today. Um, Let me introduce myself. My name is Wayne Dupree. I am the the, the, um, the, I am the leader of this ragtag fleet. Let me introduce uh, uh, the the uh, the commanding officer, uh, man with the plan. I don't know. I mean, the master of disaster, the <laughs> ultimate gala spectacle, no, the ultimate <laughs> gala spectacle, railroad enthusiast and expert on conservative radio. What's up, Hutch? Hello, hello. Glad to be here. And ladies and gentlemen, not too far behind. He's running depth. Matter of fact, he's down. He's he, he's down in the gallows. He, I mean, he's down in the engine room. He's not he he's not Scottish, but he's RJR. Give it all we got, Captain. Good <laughs> <laughs> I Captain. We're we're gonna get this ship afloat. The lithium crystals. <laughs> See, they had that down, boy. They talk about lithium back in the sixties. They knew what they were talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, they did. Mister JR Robinson, what's up, Jay? Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for taking time out of day to tune in. Lots you know to go over. Holy cow, what a crazy 24 hours. Yes, there's a lot to talk about in a short time to do it. Jay, why should people share the show real quick? You know, all the things you've heard about big tech suppressing conservative media, 100% true. And especially if you're like us three clowns, where we count, go against the narrative of the mainstream media and the establishment, we get suppressed. And a way to help us beat the algorithm, like, comment, share. 
when you engage with the, the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Cozy, Rumble, any of those platforms, it yeah. feeds it to more people. Engagement drives uh, drives reach for us, so we really appreciate it. It's a great way to support the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, Florida, Florida legislation, uh, uh, Florida State Senator last night uh, put forth legislation for Ron DeSantis to be able to run as president of the United States um, uh, without losing his governor seat that was put forth last night. You know, you know, what surprises me is that I'm looking at some of the people on social media and they were like, I can't believe he's doing it. These are Ron DeSantis people that have been going around saying, no, he's not running. He's not running. He's going to stay as governor. Like, <laughs> I don't know what weed you're smoking, wacky tobacco, Latin lettuce, whatever, um, um, uh, Acapulco, artichoke. I don't know what y'all smoking, but the man has been running for president for the last couple of months. He just hasn't declared. Uh, or he's on Florida, a book tour. Or, do yeah. Floridians have a lot of interest in what's going on in Japan? Right. <laughs> yeah, out of nowhere, yeah. Ohio, Iowa, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Everywhere but Florida. Okay, right, everywhere but Florida, but um, that's what it's looking like. Uh, that um, uh, because it has to be done 10 days out from, and the last session is next week, I think. So, um, they got to get this up. Oh, I mean, and believe me, it's well crafted, um, calculated. They wait until the last minute to do it, uh, and you know, that it's probably going to go through the motions, but it's probably going to be passed because it is a Republican, uh, it is Republican leadership. What do you think, Hutch? I think it's uh, it's interesting, and not just you know we're able to start looking at some of the other characters too. Vivek Sasaswamy, whatever his name, Ramaswamy, mm -hmm. Vivek Ramaswamy yeah. came out, and his people said that his strategy is he's going to let Trump destroy DeSantis, then he'll be in second place. <laughs> you know, so I mean the delusional strategy, <laughs> the delusion out there is uh, immense. You know, Vivek Ramaswamy has about as much chance as Mehmet Oz had of being the senator from Pennsylvania. It's not going to happen. What do you think, Jay? Well, you know, we've been talking about this Ron thing, and this really sticks to my craw because, I mean, I shared the legislation. It specifically is just a carve-out for DeSantis, where it's like, you can run for president, Ron. I mean, it's on my Twitter feed. You can actually read the text of the legislation. But... For what Donald Trump gave up to represent MAGA, he gave up millions, he gave up friends, his family's been put through hell. For what all of us as members of MAGA, we've been called sexist, racist, bigot, homophobes, we've been canceled. We like we put it on the line because we believe in this movement. And this clown thinks he can like he won't even give up his governorship to try to represent us. That is reprehensible in my book. Like, are you in or are you not? Because when Trump kicks your ass, you're gonna go back to Florida and have a job. If you're serious about being part of the MAGA movement, you would have said, hey, the law is the law, let's roll. I wanna be present, I wanna represent you. And that is one of many reasons why he will get zero MAGA support. I'll tell you, you know, just to just to continue with that sentiment at the beginning of your uh, statement there. Think of Baron Trump. Right. He's, he going through this as a freaking teenager just because he's seven foot tall doesn't mean yep. he's not a teenager. 
You're having to go through all that hate from all these people. Half of them who used to be friends used to come over to his house. The Clintons, you know, they used to hang out together. And to go through all that, that's the part that's cruel. But back to DeSantis, um, here's the thing with that. What he's doing, when, when he's playing this charade, he's doing just like every other establishment politician. Yes. He thinks you're stupid. Yep. And that's what bothers me. When people treat me like I'm st- stupid enough to believe this. Right. Like the whole trans movement, that whole thing. It's yeah. no, I'm not that stupid. But you think I am. Let me um, let me kind of not move away from the subject, but let me add on to it. Because um, if he if he does come out and if he does declare, uh, so many people have sided with Trump. They've already endorsed Donald Trump. Do you see anybody changing their endorsement? And then um, Peter Thiel, uh, the guy who was way behind Donald Trump in 2016, I, I get, I, I think 2020, he was like, he's not, he's not giving him any money to anybody because right. he's, tired, he's tired of the culture war. Well, you know, the culture war is a big important thing. I mean, what they're doing to the country and the kids is reprehensible. I, I shared something today. And it, I was just going through some Minnesota legislation stuff. I'm from Minnesota. They're actually recharacterizing sexual orientation to not, to not preclude age attraction. Like they, they're checking it out. So, so in Minnesota, you're protected for sexual orientation, but there was a disclaimer in the law that said age stuff doesn't count. They're removing that from legislation, which would mean a people who are minor attracted is their term for them. Pedophiles. It's, it's a protected class. They are making protect. They are making pedophiles protected class. Let me Where again? Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Congratulations. Hey, you, you, we you, are you, so oh, dumb. Yeah, but hold on a second. <laughs> you guys think because this is one of them MMI stupid questions. Do you think this is completely American or do you think that's Chinese influence to destroy our culture? Are there that many Americans that are that evil that have risen to the top of our state legislatures? Are I don't th- that bad. I don't think it's the Americans. I think it's the people in that get sucked into DC. That's what I'm saying. But the but power, the-, the power of people, because um, I don't believe, I mean, because like, like you know, you talk to Joe Schmo on the street, they want Donald Trump as president. Yeah. You can pull up anybody right now and 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 say, who, who do you want as president? Joe Biden or Donald Trump? And they'll tell you, oh man, Donald Trump. You know, well, for- I, mean, I don't think that the, the population of Minnesota has anything that I think there's outside influence on those people you're talking about, the power people. Well, well yeah, I think yeah, yeah, if yeah. you go yeah. back and you look at the communist approach, they characterize people on their side in three categories, where they're true believers in what they're doing, where they're common travelers, which means they're going in the same direction we are, so we kind of support the same things, and then there's useful idiots. Useful idiots are the people that you can be, that can be manipulated to support your cause without really believing in it. And in Minnesota, they've continued pushing this trans and LGBTQ and all this stuff. Everybody just, if you went back to before any of this started 10, 15 years ago, 
and said, hey, we're going to pass a law that lets you be a minor attractive person. And that's protected class. Pedophile, you, like nobody would have said yes. But you go, okay, hey, let's get gay marriage. Okay, let's get uh, lesbians. Okay, let's get trans. Okay, now people like they're they're just useful idiots that just keep going, going, but going. Here, here's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. You got a large voting block, obviously, in Minnesota that is Somali Muslim. Right. They are one thousand percent against all that. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. We, yeah. 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 So yeah. who's you see what I'm saying? Somebody's yeah. bought off here. I think it's people in the state legislature are bought off by the Chinese. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And we well, have to know, start looking at this as a war. We saw that. We saw that in Grand Rapids. I mean, well, the people yeah. of Grand Rapids said, "You didn't even talk to us. Y'all just came up with this, and y'all." One guy said, you're probably going to leave. You're probably going to leave just as soon as this thing is passed. You probably take your fat check and go move somewhere else. Yeah. You know, you don't care. And actually, they don't care. Uh, I mean, well, and and then like Nicole, who will be on tomorrow, Nicole is, is wanting to say the CCP has their grading system for for these leaders. Yeah, well, Mike Pompeo told you that. Many of them have been compromised already yeah. for years. For years, we kept saying uh, that the Democrats were compromised, and then we got to a point where, like, well, you know what? For for the Democrats to get for the Democrats to do some of this stuff, they got to have some help from Republicans. So that means Republicans are compromised too. Hey, you I'm know, correct. I'll tell you what: you got Diane Feinstein that's out. So she's on the House, she's on the Senate Judiciary Committee. Yeah. We're tied up in the Senate Judiciary Committee. And Lindsey Graham, Chuck Grassley, and Mike Lee are passing communist judges every day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So when you well, see yeah, and, Biden judge, just think Graham judge. And what's funny too is you don't need to buy off like a thousand people. You need to buy no, off like you need to buy off five or ten. Yeah. At the top. At the top, yep. even in the Senate, you know, there's, you know, if you got three or four senators in your pocket or five or six, and then they align with people like, hey, let's go down this same path, you know, and, and they're your fellow travelers. And then you get your useful idiots. I mean, look at the members of the freaking Senate, like John Fetterman. He'll just say, hey, John, vote for this. He don't care. He is a right. useful idiot. He is yeah. exactly what they need. I'll right. just vote whatever you want me to say, you know. I'll tell you, we got a problem too. This problem is getting worse and worse with our military being woke. I mean, Politico reported yesterday that a senior defense official told the outlet, we're a better country without Tucker Carlson bagging our military every night, cherry picking uh, department policies and using them to destroy DOD as an institution. That's a military person that took an oath to uphold the constitution that wants to censor a guy. Yeah. Imagine that. Let me let me also add, um, because I was thinking about it last night. Actually, I was talking about it a little bit yesterday, but I was thinking about it a little bit more um, when I was looking at Fox News' um, uh, stop because it went back up a little bit. And I was like, there it is right there. They don't care. Fox News doesn't care. Um, and maybe they base this on one of those groups think tank type of things, but the, but these people going there and telling them they're going to be mad with you. Sure. They get over it. Everybody gets over it. As a matter of fact, this, 
this Tucker Carlson story will be gone in about a week and a half. I deleted my DVR status. It's you know cruel. what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we're going to lose people, but then we're going to put somebody in that slot. And again, Glenn Beck, Megan Kelly, Bill O'Reilly, Tucker Van, Carlson, Greta Van Susteren, Greta Van Susteren, and Fox News is still there. Yep. They're still there. As a matter of fact, they got bold as hell. They created Fox Nation. Did they take Tucker's stuff off of that? Because he was the he was the the anchor well, for that to. show. They got to. They got to. And so. and um uh, um Tucker um Tucker and um uh, um Don Lamont um uh, have the same lawyer. Uh, <laughs> both of them are going to try to get paid. Uh, they got the same one that uh Chris Como got. So uh, Tucker's now riding on a golf cart. Tucker's down riding on a golf cart right now. He's I'm you know. And honestly, now somebody I did see something in passing about him being a vice presidential candidate. No, <laughs> no, nobody that says Rother is allowed to be vice president. No, no. okay. But um, you know, I I, I still believe it's just like you're talking to somebody that believes that they can do whatever they want to do and call themselves the number one news network. They don't care about your feelings. They don't care about minority feelings. They don't care about poor white trash feeling. They don't care about trailer park. They don't care. Yep. Because when you're number one, that means, I mean, and, and this is how sick it is. When you're number one, you ain't got to change nothing because people right. come to you. That's your thinking. We ain't got to change. Look, we look, we ain't got to change nothing. We got to move a couple people around and slide and whatnot. But no, got it. We got it. Yeah, but... But um, uh, they call us racist. Don't worry about it. We, we got more people. Like, screw them. We don't need them. We don't need them to watch us. It might you know? be that that the the, the sons, Lachlan Murdoch and his brother, they might want to sell Fox News. Right. I heard that. <clears throat> I heard that. But now, why you would get rid of Tucker Carlson before you sell? Now that doesn't make any sense. That's going to take the price down. Yeah. You know, we we'll see. We'll see. You know, it's I tell you what, I still think I, I still think it's the slot. I do. I really do. They just Hutch hit the nail on the head yesterday when he talked about that Heritage Foundation interview. Mm. Tucker Carlson over the weekend, like he did the interview at the Heritage Foundation where he railed on corrupt media. He railed yeah. railed on Democrat policy. He could have inserted he could have inserted Brett Baer did this and kill me right. did this. When did and that that's happen? the important thing to understand, too, because, like, Terry, who's a longtime listener, thanks for listening, Terry, said, like, oh, you mean like George Santos? And it's like, exactly. The Republican Party is just as corrupt as the Democrat Party. Over the weekend. I think. It was, that, it was a keynote speaker at the Heritage Foundation. Evening. Yeah, Saturday I got night. the video if you want to. No, 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 no. Listen where I'm going on Saturday night. Yeah. Well, they decided Friday. They said, uh, "Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, oh no, but he, but he came out on Saturday and read him the riot act, though. He didn't mm. come out and say he was fired, though. But they can't. I mean, but they decided that on Friday night that was his last show. See, I saw somebody else saying that the reason he got fired is for mentioning the bio labs in Ukraine. You know, there's all kind of speculation all over the place. Nobody knows. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I was I mean, gonna say nobody knows and nobody can guess. I think at some point, as a business though, and y'all are businessmen, you cut your losses when you start taking on too many too much water, and they got some water coming because, yeah. and and, and um, our guest in a few minutes is gonna um, kind of talk a little bit about, um, well, might talk a little bit about the smartomatic type of thing, but the smarter. Smarter mining ain't no joke. Okay. Uh, they got a tourniquet on right now. Fox News has a tourniquet on right now. That uh, $800 million, they got a tourniquet on right now. When Smarter Matic comes, they're going, they, they taking that tourniquet off because they think they can get more money. And and, and guess what? They're going to hold off for more money because that's, that's how shakedown artists do. You see somebody, wait. How much did you get? Okay, you got a million? Okay. It's like that producer. We'll do 15. Now, hey, I look, look, I ain't going to say nothing about that producer. But the producer has a lawsuit. That's what we know. But, uh, yeah, she, yeah she, she has come out saying that uh, she got mixed feelings about him getting fired. But she's not dropping a lawsuit. Think about that. That's a gold digger. She, 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 I mean, and you know, she, I mean, sexist, really? That's all they ever use over there. It's like it's some Playboy mansion. <laughs> you know, yeah. I got to say, though, if you've worked for big companies like that, like, I mean, that's peanuts for them. You know, there's nothing wrong with a little sexist conversation. No, I'm, I'm just saying, true, false, they're going to pay her <laughs> off. I, I mean, know, they, I, I worked for the biggest corporation there is. I saw it happen. Judy, Judy, Judy. (laughs) Good over there by that water machine. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. How's it going, Judy? Uh, Reports on Friday look good. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hey, Rob, what's up with the game? So, uh, I mean, you know, that's, ladies and gentlemen, that's where we've gotten to this in this country. That's where we've gotten. Let me... Let me jump on this real quick because uh, we have a special guest coming on in just a few minutes. Um, Donald Trump. Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) Donald Trump saw that the DNC yesterday um, um, Biden says he's going to run. DNC was like, okay, that's all it said. We're not going to have any debates. Okay. Or no, we're not going to sponsor any debates. Doesn't mean that there aren't going to be any. We're just not going to sponsor the debates. Let me tell you what that's a translation of. They're not going to debate Trump either. No, they're not. You're right. You're right. Now, that might hurt Donald Trump because Donald Trump was saying no GOP debates. But if the DNC says no debates for Donald Trump, is Donald Trump going to come out and say, I'm here. Why don't you want to debate me? Well, I need to debate the people for the GOP. But either way, Donald Trump is saying right now, um, and I don't fault him. I don't. I don't. And I'm not even, and I'm not me, I'm not being biased when I say this. I don't fault him for not wanting to debate on the GOP stage mm-hmm. because uh, you've talked about it the last time. Before. Yeah. You've talked about a turkey shoot before, Jason. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, that that is what happened when you get set up. Now, Donald Trump knows how to deal with debates. 
That's just who he is. Disgraceful. And got a lot of votes because of that. A lot of votes. Took him away from Ben Carson. I watched that. Probably took him away from me, too. But I watched it. I also watched where he did a form that looked like it came right out of a government agency. And it said on top, voter violation. And then it graded you. And it scared the hell out of people. And it said the only way you clear up the violation, essentially, is to go and vote for Ted Cruz. I watched that fraudulent document, and I said it's the worst thing I've ever seen in politics. To me, that was even worse than what he did to Ben. Senator so, Cruz, I know Donald, politicians. Donald, I just... know politicians, believe it or not, better than you do, and it's not good. Oh, I believe it. No, no, I believe you know politicians much better than I do because for 40 years you've been funding liberal Democratic politicians. And by the way, I funded the, you. The, the, the I funded him. That you're welcome you to have the check. Back. I funded this be, guy. Because let's I gave be clear. Him yeah, you I gave, gave me $5,000. never funded and, me. And, and by the way, let's be clear. <laughs> Donald, claims, Donald claims to care yeah, why I didn't about him. Don, he sent me Donald, his book Donald, with his autograph. Donald, I understand rules Mr. are very Trump, hard for you. They're very confusing. Job. I have his book. Okay, yeah, that's that, 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 a TV show, not in thank you, Donald, thank you for the book. Donald, thank you for the book. Go ahead. The, the, the Donald, you can get back to your a lot of fun up here tonight, I have to tell you. Thank, thank you for the book. Don, I really Donald, Donald, relax. Go ahead. I'm relaxed. <laughs> You're the basket case. Go ahead. <laughs> it's not that he's afraid to debate, y'all. I mean, <laughs> right there, he's not afraid to debate. I don't know. I don't know what y'all are talking about. He's, I mean, you know, when I see DeSantis people, oh, he, he, he's afraid. He's not afraid. You're afraid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or you'd be running already. You'd have confidence that you wouldn't need a job after it's over. You have no confidence. And I kind of knew this was coming. 11 minutes ago, breaking news. Disney is suing Governor Ron DeSantis and accusing him of trying to weaponize government power over the company. He did. I knew that was coming. And ladies and gentlemen, he did. Um, The suit filed by Walt Disney Parks and Resorts alleges that DeSantis and his office have engaged in a targeted campaign of government retaliation against Disney that was orchestrated at every step by Governor DeSantis as punishment for Disney's protected speech. We saw a video of someone just the other day that said, uh, uh, DeSantis, you won with the bill. The bill, don't say gay bill, it passed. You won. Nobody Nobody can take it away. You won. You got it. Disney said, we don't agree or such and such. And you got mad with Disney. You decided to go after Disney because he said something. What does that say about you? You know, you decided to go after them, uh, the business side. Not the people that said it. You just wanted to go after the old business. You know, because, and Jay has said this before. You saw on social media where a whole lot of people it was popular that people wanted. I don't, I don't go to Disney. I ain't Disney second. Disney, Disney, Disney. And you thought it was pop. You thought it was gonna be popular. You thought you were gonna be Superman and taking down Disney. As a matter of fact, you had T-shirts made up. Come down to uh, um, um, Florida, DeSantis Land. It's free. We. This is where woke. Went to die. This is the, the, we, we got it. Well, we got it. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, I got a loophole. <laughs> they did what? Our people can't. 
Yeah, but I but I told the people in Iowa. <laughs> no, but I signed I signed um hats in New Hampshire. Okay, all right. We'll deal with it. You know what? Let's build a prison on it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's and, you know, prison. here's a, this is another you people are stupid yeah. moment. What in the world would a president have to do with a company in Florida like that? Right. It has nothing to do with the presidential powers. Right. Why don't you talk about something relevant, Ron? Why don't well, you talk about Ukraine or Poland or, I was Sudan say, or Afghanistan? <laughs> right. He, Here's the bigger thing, and Jim will talk about it with his legal background. So you get the laws, and then you get the implementation and the way around. And so when you're dealing with international, con you know, other countries, and you're negotiating these complex deals with all these backdoor and all this complex stuff, and Disney makes you their bitch. Like, <laughs> you pass the law, and then Disney comes back around and finds a loophole in it. So basically they get to tell the state of Florida to go jump in the lake for 30 years. And like, like you got outplayed by Disney. That's Congratulations. Awesome. Let's sit you down with Xi Jinping and communist China and let's or Donald Trump or yeah. Anybody like, I don't care what your opinion is. We talked about it the other day where, where it's amateurs talk about strategy and experts talk about logistics Ron just got out logistic by Disney. They mm -hmm. they 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 walloped him. And Congratulations, he, he, Ron! You got a law passed you can't enforce. Have a nice and he day. Got, he got a Democrat hat for right. doing it because no conservative would do that to a big business in their own state like that. That's right. headquartered down there. Go there and reason with them. Go talk to get along with each other. It's like Trump and Russia. This is what yeah. statesmen do. You don't bring the bringing the whole power of the federal government is no different, Ron, than January 6th. Right. It's the same thing. It's unacceptable. It really is. And, and, and I just, uh, I wish we could just get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. We should have already had it had a game on, but Ron's waiting for the law, baby. He's running out the clock, no confidence. Right. Let me, uh, let me make sure I got the right one. Nope, that's not it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting ready to bring on um, a special a special guest. Um, I know I did. Oh, there it is. Okay. We're getting ready to bring on this, um, a special guest. Uh, we had him on a couple of weeks ago. And um, I'm almost going to say he's our, he's the, uh, he's our lawyer. Point. Our he's guest. our legal expert. He's our legal expert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, he is uh, well-beloved here on the show. Let me bring on Mr. Jim Parkman. What's up, Mr. J? Well, Wayne, Hutch, Jason, my, by the way, my two favorite people from uh, Minnesota. Uh, everything's <laughs> great. Uh, it's, it's, it's you know, I sat here and listened to you for the last... That, that 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 bothers me why Hutch puts on a hat when I get on the Because I'm not from Minnesota. Uh, you're right. <laughs> You know, and then and then when I saw you, Wayne, I thought you had on an Indianapolis Colts hat at first. Oh, it's not. No, but no, I no. thought, and I thought that was in tribute to their pick tonight, which would be uh, uh, my University of Alabama's uh, quarterback. Which you I think they're going to get him? Do yes, sir. They'd be crazy not to. Uh, yeah. The guy, the guy's great. All this stuff about how tall you are and all that. Question is, can you throw the football? 
Well, I mean, you know, well, you know, if you four foot seven, though, you might have a little bit of. Uh, well, all right, I'll, I'll give you that one, but uh, you know, but you know, look, I, I don't Bloody. know where these people get off from, but you know, Alabama's offensive line uh, is still not small. I don't That's know where true. they that is true. because you know you're going to the NFL that they're going to be any bigger. They're the same size as what he's used to. But he's a great yeah. player. Anyway, enough of that. I'm just I'm excited for the guy uh, tonight. Awesome, awesome. Listen, um, it just came down. It yeah. just came down that um, Disney was so – I mean, everybody's putting this out there, uh, that Disney is suing uh, Governor DeSantis over um, alleged yeah. political effort to hurt its business. Uh, easy question. Do they have a leg to stand – do they have standing – to be able to do this to the Florida government. Woo, that's a good one. Uh, you know, if they can prove, maybe it would have to be, in my opinion, have to be malice on his part to do it. But, you know, I heard what y'all said and everything you said was absolutely correct. Uh, the problem I'm having with it is, you know, he has advisors, he has a legal staff, why didn't they catch this before they even, you know, tried to put this through? Were they in such a hurry that they just didn't look at it? That's what it looked like. Yeah, that's what it looks like. That they didn't yep. think about the future. What do they think? Disney is just going to quit and roll over? <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, this is one of the largest corporations. And, you know, uh, and, and on top of that, it's a... Everybody knows Disney is well run. Come on, yeah, you know. Right. I, I've yeah. been I've been praying someday that Whit Disney would form an airlines. At least they'd be on time and get you off the ground on time, you know, and get you in the plane. So I I I, I don't uh, I don't understand why you wouldn't recognize that Disney's just not going to sit there and take it. But it's not a good look as far as I'm concerned. And I think I think I, I, I think Hutch hit it right nail on the head. You're dealing with something that's in your state. But if you miss that, what are you going to miss when you're dealing in international stuff? Mm -hmm. He hit the nail on the head with it. And, and look, that's important to, to, to people. If you can't predict what a law is going to do in your own state, how are you going to predict dealing with foreign countries and dealing with, you know, all of that that's going on in Russia, Ukraine, China, North Korea, how are you going to deal with all of that? And I don't know, uh, you know, that's a concern. It's a concern to me after seeing what happened. And, mm -hmm. and you know, if it, if it is his staff, then that's a concern too. Right. Well, I'm right. you, the staff that can't function. Uh, the, that's, that's a concern. The thing I'm not trying to get on, Mr. No, the, thing, the thing that worries me apart. about the, the staff thing, about what you were saying at the beginning, about did they miss this with Disney? Of course they didn't miss it. The people, some people, and maybe this, I don't know if he's like this, but yeah. maybe Ron DeSantis is one of those guys you, you can't take bad news to. There's huh. people like that in leadership, and that's a real danger. Ooh, that's I never thought about that. Uh, I didn't either. I didn't either. You know, either. and you're right. Maybe he is. Now, I, I don't know his inner workings, but I will tell you this somebody inside ought to know that mm -hmm. and be right. able to say, uh, you know, uh, I, I represented a CEO that that you didn't like taking bad news to. But I'll tell you this, what his problem was, was, OK, don't just bring me bad news. If you're going to bring me bad news, bring me a solution. Right. To the bad right. News. right. 
Right. Then it, then it's not, then I don't have a problem. Don't just come in here and tell me, oh, well, you know, we got problems and this is what's going, you know, <laughs> don't right. do that to me. But so I, I, I don't know. Maybe you're we hire maybe problem right. solvers. Maybe, maybe they're scared to go in and say, look, uh, yeah, we can do this law. We can do this law. And knowing that uh, sitting there praying every night that Disney doesn't catch it. But uh, yeah. Hey, Jim, let me let me hit you with one. We've ranted. I've ranted a lot about the yeah. Santa's making them change the right to run law without or resign to run. What's your take on that as a lawyer? How do you how does that make you feel? Uh, I don't know what he's doing, to be honest with you. I, I, I really don't. Uh, if he's going to run. I, you know, I'm with you guys. Why not get out there and say, hey, I'm running? What are you waiting on? Are you are you waiting on something great to happen in the state and then say, now I'm running, now look what I've accomplished? I don't know. Uh, politically, I, I am not your, your best political advisor, but I would tell the Governor DeSantos this. If, if you're going to get in the pot, then get in it, you know, uh, don't just wade in a little bit and see how it feels and see if the water's too cold. If you're going to get in, dive off the diving board and let's go. Right. Giddy up. There's no reason not to at this point. I mean, everybody knows he's that's where he wants to be. Right. So, you know, why hold back? I, I don't. I don't get that either. Uh, Let me ask you. Um, there's a rape case I think that uh, is starting today. Uh, yeah. That has, that has Donald Trump's name on it. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump has already come out and said, woman's not my type in the first place. But I mean, <laughs> she's, um, <laughs> I mean, she's, she brought that case uh, after years and years. I mean, yeah. She does kind of look home, homely. But um, either way, do you see, uh, do you see this hurting? him do you uh have you seen anything about the case do you know anything yeah about I, i've seen a little bit about it i you know they're not giving it a great deal of detail about the actual facts of what the, what they say took place they gave us a little bit but you know i think anytime it's concerning to a, to, to me as just not just a lawyer but to an individual it's why'd you wait so long right right right, right, I mean, right. if you're mad about this and upset about it and they've gone through this, then, you know, come on. Why, why, why are you waiting? Uh, why are you waiting till right now to mm -hmm. file it? So that maybe it'll be, it'll come out in trial right before an election. Is that why you file this? That's right. what it looks like to me is they're, they're pacing how long it's going to take to get to a, an outcome. And that could be right in the middle of an election period. Mm-hmm. Mm so uh, 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 he sure didn't sound concerned to me on the other no day. no no but yeah yeah and I don't yeah. think he should be uh, right at this point I I think a lot of this is to me looks like a lot of distraction or a lot of ways people trying to get money mm -hmm. you know out of it but I I don't understand waiting that long there's no reason for it not so, now so Wayne had said that um, you were going to speak on the smart smartmatic situation I want to ask you something. Mike. Yeah, I want I wanted to ask you about the Dominion uh, lawsuit and the settlement okay. of that. Do you did that pass the smell test with you? Just in general, I mean, I'm I'm not legally astute enough to really understand all the fine points. Well, let let me go through and give you my opinion of what happened. Appreciate okay? it. I think they tried to settle this case prior to trial, 
Mm-hmm. And I think they were a part on the money. I think the money was the driver, okay, for the plane. I think that they tried it. They couldn't get to terms on this. There's a reason why sometimes that it takes into a case a tad in order to determine what you're going to do with it. Which party, I don't know. I can't tell you if it was the plaintiff's waiting or the defense waiting. But I think some one of the two wanted to see a jury. I think they wanted to pick the jury, see the jury, see how that af- might affect an outcome in the case. And at that point, I think it it it, it helped, without a doubt, settle the matter. I, I think, think that point alone. In in watching a little bit of that, yeah, it, it looked like Dominion was the one that was pushing forward for that jury that you were talking about. Yeah. They were pushing forward to, you know what? We don't want to hear nothing else. Let's go forward. Because of what the judge had came out and said uh, about um, that uh, Fox News had held some information that yeah, that kind of would have been favorable to Dominion. So Dominion looked like they were holding all the cards before they even got that settlement. That's how yeah. they, you know, and uh, but as you said, um, you know, they probably they probably saw those 12 walking on there and Murdoch was like, wait, 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 wait. Let's settle, let's settle, let's settle. Let's, yeah, settle, let's, you know? let's talk again. Uh, yeah. You know, we need to. I think you're right. I, I think probably it was more the plaintiff saying, let's get the 12 in the box. Let's take a look at it. Once they did that, I think probably he looked over and winked at uh, the defense lawyers mm-hmm. and said, uh, OK, we're ready now. <laughs> we we got we got what we want and yep. uh, let's move yep. on and at that point, uh, you know, write the, the check. Yeah, yeah, Fox Fox goes. Wait a minute, let's talk this thing through. And you know what? Hold on, Jay. I noticed another thing about that case too. It's in Delaware. It was in Delaware. Yeah, that that was kind of a surprise to me also. Well, well, the thing is, Twitter when they sued uh, Elon Musk, it was in Delaware. Yeah. A whole lot of business type of deals or or litigation goes through Delaware when it happens to big companies and stuff. It yeah. goes through Delaware. It's credit card capital. Well, thinking, yeah. that and in and, and, and all my days going back, everybody did a corporation through Delaware. Ah, okay. They had very everybody. comparable laws. Every yeah. Everybody ran a corporation through Delaware. Okay. So uh that was just the place to go to do it. The laws were favorable to, to, you know, to setting it up there. The laws were favorable to corporations. You can go back and uh, you'd probably be amazed at how many corporations probably really do set up their corporation in, in Delaware. Yet their major business is somewhere else that they do, another state or something. But uh, that just opens the door to using that state, you right. know, as, as a jurisdictional basis for the lawsuit. So, yeah, they, they did that. And. Uh, you know, they, they obviously planned it very well because mm-hmm. uh, the way they went about it, they had to figure that the jury system and the jury pool was going to be favorable to the plaintiff. There. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. That's, an old that's thing why they did it. But uh, it didn't shock me when I picked up the phone and go, OK, Fox and them have settled the case. It didn't shock me. Me neither. Uh, I mean, it didn't. It, it's just mm-hmm. one of those things that we do a lot of times. We go through the jury selection process. We get ready for opening. And then all of a sudden, you go, wait a minute, we got a deal. 
<laughs> we got a bad jury. Let's settle this. <laughs> yeah, or we've got a great jury. Uh, you know, we're ready to let's go. Let's go to trial. And they go, yeah, let's go. You know, so, and I know you can't comment specifically without seeing the contract. Right. Uh, but best guess, what do you think that it's going to look like when we start hearing from Tucker? Because he's kind of disappeared. He's not doing any interviews. I'm guessing there's some sort of non-compete or confidentiality or that sort of thing. What would your experience tell you? Well, my experience would tell me that you're right, that he's going to have a, a non-compete agreement signed with Fox and that, uh, you know, whatever the contract is. Now, the, the question I have, and I think everybody has, I don't know why they fired him. Right. Now, you, you can say, well, he was one of the people who pushed this uh, ideology that was incorrect with, with regards to the election, and he knew it was incorrect, therefore he gave out false information, therefore, you know, but if you're going to do that, at least say what you're going to do. Uh, if that's the cause of it, then that's the cause of it. You know, Hutch comes up and says, well, I've heard I've heard that there was other things that he was doing that, that isn't good. So is it a combination of things or whatever? Or maybe probably what happened is they had a little talk with him behind closed doors and said, we're going to fire you. Uh, we'd like to let this go away quickly, easily. He probably said, you've got a non-compete agreement where you get rid of that so I can go to work somewhere else or something along those lines probably was an agreement done behind, behind closed doors as to why they got rid of him and what the future is going to be for him. Right. You know, um, I was called for jury duty. Um, <laughs> I was called for jury duty um, about um, a couple months ago. And, um, you know, they go through a series of these asking questions. I mean, I couldn't believe all the people that was in there. Yeah. Uh, they go through a series of asking on these questions to ask people to stand up and uh yeah. okay. I didn't get to stand up for any of it. And I really thought that they tagged me for jury duty. And as my um so when they were filling up the box, they called my number and they called me to stand in front of the jury or um to stand in front of the um the on the defendant and the defense and the um and the uh, and the state attorney. Right. And Jim, I look, I look pissed off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I look at the um, at the prosecution like dead in the face because again, nobody asked me any questions. So, but I I looked at him and I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit because you know I felt you know man I I can't believe it. So I sit in the jury box. And then the next thing you know, they were like. Um, Number 13 can um, can go back. My question to you is, did they think that I was going to be a liability when I looked at them like that? Uh, I mean, or do they care how you look at them in that regard? You know, I mean, because I felt it was like a little stare down, like, yeah. Man, I can't believe y'all did this to me. I don't want to be here. And I, you know how people wear their feelings on their face. I kind, I, sh I kind of showed it when I looked at them. And then uh, we, we are very, you know, anytime we strike a jury, we're very cognizant of how not only people look but how they act. And we want to see whether or not they are uh, being, you know, interested looking, or are they pissed off? Okay. 
okay. uh, uh, you know, that kind of person, because you don't want somebody on there that's pissed off about, I hate to say it, we, you don't want anybody that's pissed off and like, why am I here? I, you know, I got other things to do. We want okay. somebody, if we can, that can take the time to listen to the case and judge okay. it without, without being upset or we don't want their mind racing toward, you know what I could be doing right now? I could be doing my show and I could be on Hutch and Jason real bad and, you know, making fools out of them. But, uh, you know, no, I'm stuck here in this jury box. Well, the fact he showed up with his Trump hat, too, might have had something to do with it. No, 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 no. Make America great shirt. And yeah, like. yeah. And, and, you know, the first thing that would come to any lawyer's mind would be, let me see. We've got this African-American guy wearing a Trump hat now. <laughs> what is he trying to tell me? What is his conveyance to me on this? Uh, you know, and plus, Wayne, I got to say this. I, I think it's uh, if you got selected for jury duty, if you got picked on the jury, it's your fault. They always ask questions that you can always raise your hand. I mean, we hear it all I the tried, time. I tried, Jim. Wait, whoa, whoa. I know something about this case. I know, I know, uh, I know. I, know, I heard I know. about this thing the other day I at the water that. fountain. I, you know, I don't think I can be fair to these people. I, yeah. I don't think, you know. <laughs> and they go, okay, thank you, Mr. Dupree. You can go back to the back now. There was one There was one guy that stood up on every question. Every Oh, question. yeah. Yeah. Does yeah. that work? Did they select them? Yeah. No, 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 no. Actually, no, 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 no. They didn't select him. No, no. But they did call him up for for more questioning later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, we see. Yeah, you get people like that to do that. Really? And, uh, that answer everything. Yeah, they know everything. <laughs> they know everybody. They know everything. They know this that, and the other. It was number. It was number. Uh, it was ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yeah. I mean, it got to a point like after question fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, everybody was like, "Where is okay, ninety-seven? Go ahead." <laughs> no, at all. I gotta say though, those, those jury selections are a big thing. We conclude here today. I had a lot to say, but ninety-seven took all my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More time. yeah. Oh man, um, Hutch. That's funny. Yeah, I, I had a question for you. It's not related to what we've been talking about, but it's oh, something that's been under my under my craw here. Uh -oh. Uh oh, what do you think with all the death and destruction that has been caused by the government and the pharmaceutical companies with the COVID vaccines? I keep waiting for this avalanche of lawsuits to start. Uh, just just based on mothers that lost their kids. And I just wonder what your opinion was on that. Do you think that there's ever going to be any redress on that situation? No. Okay. There now, I'll tell you why. I'm not going to just give you an answer without it, but let me tell you why. And let me... Uh, I, there were three people, three lawyers I knew that went to take uh, down at the state bar. They, they were offering, you know, COVID test, COVID uh, shots. And they went down all three, four of them. Another guy was in line too. They didn't know, but four of them went out of the four. They all end up in uh, the hospital the next day in comas. Two of the four died. Uh, this has not been reported, nor will it ever be reported. Uh, two of the four died. The one I know, the lawyer I know, uh, went four months in a coma. Uh, finally came out of it, still having physical disabilities from it. 
uh, I talked to him and I asked him the same question. What about suing, you know, for, for this? And he goes, well, you know what? And this is your answer to your question, Hutch. Uh, we can't because uh, of immunity. When the government did this, they leveled immunity on all of this with regards to liability. So anything that's happened on this, the government has raised a big decree and said, you're immune. Don't worry about it, companies. Don't worry about it at all. And so he said, Jim, we're out. There's nothing. And I knew the answer, but I just wanted to hear him say that to me. And, you know, uh, what they went through, he died, I think he said, three times on the table. They called hospice. Uh, hospice called his family to come in. I mean, it was horrible. And But you're never going to hear a story on the news like that. Right. What about, what about like a, a Nuremberg-level situation? Huh. Because I, that's what it was. Uh, yeah. I, I just think that what's happened is the government has given these companies and given all this immunity and that's going to be the end of it unfortunately unfortunately unless unless you can show that there was a cover-up knowing that this could have happened uh more prevalent than what they even dreamed about and the government was involved in it then maybe you can open up the door to something but right now I, you know he tried uh he went to different lawyers trying to see about a lawsuit it just wasn't going to work they just weren't going to do it it's heartbreaking. It is criminal. It's heartbreaking. And when they announce the immunity, I'm like, well, this is over. And let, yeah, I think you're right. Unless they can prove something yeah. that they knew that it was a risk or and didn't disclose it. Yeah. Hey, switching gears back to our favorite spot in New York. I saw something from Dershowitz last night that huh. he was saying from Alan Dershowitz. Yeah. And he was saying that there's a chance that. Uh, Braggs could be held like he could be disbarred or kicked out of office. Wow. Is there any is there any meat on that bone or is that just I haven't heard this, but I will tell you this. If Alan Dershowitz said it, then he's not just running off at the mouth. He is a great lawyer. Uh, he he doesn't say things unless he backs it up with what he's got. So okay. is there something that he knows about in New York that would be you know, could be put in front of uh, an inquiry commission with regards to district attorneys. I don't know. But, you know, there's been a lot of speculation about this. And there's been a lot of said in the news about his relationships and his, you know, kind of being together and working toward trying to get Trump and all that kind of stuff. But uh, if he said it, I would tend to right off the hand believe it. Yes. Nice. Mr. Jim, thank you for joining us again hey, on the show. I, um, love your mind, and I love your wit, and I'm glad that you're with us. Again. Oh yeah, I love you guys. Y'all, y'all are y'all are great, and I I love you know. Uh, I think we ought to do a reality show with you guys. Hey, that'll work. <laughs> that'll that'll work. I think what we need to do is have it off the air and see how you three get along. <laughs> you, know, you know what? That, you know that'd be cool though. That. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Come it on would be now. cool. It, it would be cool. But it might be boring because we'd be sitting out on the back porch eating barbecue all the time. Just right. Drinking beer and stuff. and everything. Listen, and baseball. All, I, listen, that's all that the duck call people did was sit out there and blow up dams. I mean, we could blow <laughs> right. up something and make it, you know, uh, you know, whatever. Or shoot, shoot Budweiser cans, throw them up in there and shoot them with shotgun. I mean, we could do that. There we and, go. There we go. Yeah. There we go. But look, um, 
when it, you know, I, I got you. I got you on my Rolodex. I want to have you back Thanks, sooner than yesterday. So Thank uh, you all. This has been great. This is more fun to me than anything I ever do in life right here. Oh, this man. Well, hey, Jim, you. quick question before you yeah. go, too. Is there anywhere where folks can follow you on social media or anything? Or Can I tell you, can I tell you, can I tell you something? Yes, there is. And I can't tell you how. I am. I was born. Look. I'm, All right. I'm next gonna, time you're on the show, talk to your grandson. Have him I, give me your Twitter handle. I am. I, there is. A, yes, there is a way. But let me tell you something. I, I am not a computer guy. I am not a, a, a Twitter guy. I don't. I don't do that stuff. You know where you put in every day that you go to work and everything and everybody. <laughs> And how great vacation is because I don't ever have one, but I, I just don't do that. So I, yeah, I've talked to my grandson. I'll get him to come in and have, he put up my, he set up my TV, by the way, at the house. So. See? Oh, nice. See? All right. Well, thank All you right. again. Thank you. Thank guys. Y'all have a great week. Okay. You All right. Too. You too. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. JP, Mr. Jim Parkman here on the Wayne Dupree podcast. So glad to have him in. You know what? You know what? Let me again. Let me give out uh, my my kudos and my flowers to uh, Hutch and uh, Hutch and Jr. because they they do a great job and want to make sure that um, while I'm alive and kicking, that I allow, that I let them know in front of the whole world, in front of this whole bim can bim bam kumbudo, that uh, they are well valued. And let me tell you something too. Um, never in my wildest dreams that I ever think that I would be doing this. Never thought about it. Uh, my mom used to have a gospel broadcast every Sunday night. She used to broadcast the thousands on the Eastern Shore of Maryland. Uh, it went from half an hour to one hour to two hours, back down to one hour. But uh, she used to do that, and I. I used to admire her, but I never thought that I would be broadcasting to more more than thousands, okay, on a daily basis. I never thought about it like that. Uh, now, I, now I did have somebody come to my church one time. Yeah, we had we had one of those, and um, he prophesied that uh, when I grew up, I was going to be teaching to thousands. That's what he. That's what he said when I was a little kid. Never understood that though, but uh, I I think this is what I meant, or this is what he was talking about. So, well, let me let me add this, Wayne. Uh, I want to I want to send that right back to you. Um, a long time ago, not not that long ago, twenty eleven, I think it was. Uh, you, you started on this road. It started with a tweet from Andrew Breitbart, and, and I was happy. I was hot on Twitter at that time, and. Romney was running for president. Black for right. And uh you you answered me on a tweet or something like that. And the, yeah, the rest is kind of history, you know. And I mean, we <clears throat> we had disagreements over the years. Oh, yeah, uh, brother. But we didn't burn any bridges. And and I I'll I'll say that while I'm saying this. Don't burn bridges, folks. Yeah. It's not smart. Don't do it. Because you never know what's going to happen next year. Well, if- I want to just thank you for uh bringing me back on the team. Mommy, uh, have, having a having a great time. Nice to meet you too, Jason. Yeah, yeah. I, I I gotta say, if we're getting all lovey dovey, I gotta say, like <laughs> I, I, I 
work in the corporate world and I always enjoyed listening to Wayne's show and I oh. work with Wayne in a business perspective and and I I have an amazing wife and she said you need to go help change the world what's happening in our country is oh. terrible and um I stepped away from high high paying jobs to go help spread truth and mm -hmm. do things and I want to work with people that make me smarter and that understand what's really going on. And we're not talking conspiracy theory stuff. We're talking like people that watch C-SPAN, listen to the hearing. And every time I do a show with you guys, I like feel smarter. Like, oh my God, I learned something. Mm -hmm. And not just in the the doing the show, but in the information that we cover. And, and I, I gotta say like what the audience sees is really genuine. Like we all feel our mission is to help break the narrative. And we talk offline. There's a reason we don't do 25 product reads. There's a reason why we say things that people aren't afraid to say. We truly believe that there is information warfare. It's fifth generation warfare. The, the population is being poisoned by information that's not being told to them. Yeah. And that's why what we do is so important. And I, I, I can't say how honored I am to do this, you know, every day with you guys. And, uh, and I mean, I think it's truly a, it, it like God puts you in the, in the right place at the right time. And, uh, I, I think what the three of us are doing is really important work. And for all the folks listening, like we so appreciate you taking time out of your day, like comment, share. I'm glad you noticed the part because one thing about this business, there's two, there's an upside and there's a downside. Yeah. The upside yeah. is you're learning every time you get behind a microphone, every time you study for a show, every time you do research or talk to somebody, you get yeah. to keep learning every single, that's a huge benefit. Yeah. The downside is you pull once it. you see the marionette strings, you can't unsee them. You can't unsee it. Right. Right. Life will never be the same if you go down this road. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's true. a burden sometimes. Sometimes that's why we always say, "Go watch the game." Yep. Take yeah. a break. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, let me. Let me. Um, just going to keep on with the uh, the bonbons and the fruit fruits. Um, let me tell you like two quick stories. One about Hutch and one about Jay. Uh, because Hutch Hutch brought up the burning of the bridges thing. Um, uh, I, we, we had, we, had, uh, we had been together for a little bit. It's almost like, uh, one of those like singing bands or whatnot, you know, you decide you're going to go separate and do your own thing. Right. But when you're trying to like Michael Jackson, when you're trying to get out on your own and you have some replacements on there and, um, you look back and you don't see your brother anymore. You see somebody else in that, in that, uh, you know, you see somebody else in that spot, but you don't see your brother. You're like, Oh, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I reached out to Hutch one time. Right. Well, I mean, I, I'll let you know this. I never forgot Hutch. I never forgot him because I just, I just felt like a brother. All those years. I mean, that we've been together so long. It's almost like we grew up together almost. That's that's how it was, you know. Uh, but I would never let it get out of my mind. I always wanted to bring him back. I always wanted him to be on the show. Uh, and when I finally got him on here, it, 
we weren't because we had lean years there for a second. So <laughs> uh, several. <laughs> so when I was able to bring him back on, I like. I got you this time, homie. <laughs> hey, we can do this. We can do this, man. But um, it's his love of politics. Genius. Yeah, it's his love of politics. You. And it's his love of, um, because I always th- thought of him about the wartime stuff, the Cold War that he talks about on his show. That's, I mean, I'd like... Like Jr. Man, I, man, I soaked that crap up. And plus, you know, he, he's funny when he's serious because he says some real crazy hard stuff, and he don't laugh when he does it because he, he's serious, you know. And then when we're laughing, he then he starts laughing because he's looking at us falling out laughing about it. But he's serious as a heart attack, you know. But um, in the way of Jay. <laughs> I commandeered Jay and Jay didn't know about it. I, I mean, I, I mean, I really didn't even know about it either because I was like, uh, Hey Jay, uh, can you like show up on? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I'll show up on Friday. Okay. Go ahead. Hey Jay, can you show up on Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be there on Tuesday. All right. Thanks a lot. Uh, you come back tomorrow. Yep. Yep. I'll be, tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow. That happened for about two weeks. And then I was like, Jay's part of the show, y'all. I didn't, I didn't even ask him. I didn't. Even, I did not even ask him. And I thank his wife. Well, actually, I thank both of your wives. I thank both of your wives for allowing you to have this opportunity to speak to people outside of um, outside of politics, inside of politics. Uh, we honestly, I don't think we get the the due that we are justly due. But sooner or later, one day we are. And uh, I i mean, I'm glad to ride that boat with both of you because I know that both of y'all care, both of y'all mean what you say and say what you mean, and that you understand what this country needs to go through to fix itself. You hear us talking about a whole lot of negative stuff, but God darn, we also have solutions. And um, I... It's crazy because we have so many more negatives than we do solutions. But the solutions will take care of all those negatives. Because we don't look at taking care of each negative with a solution. We go all the way down to the root. If you take care of it down here, then you won't have all of these negatives. You see what I'm saying? If you work in the community, you go to you get elected locally and you start caring about your neighborhood and you start raising your family. These are solutions that are at the root will take care of all these negatives. And that's what we try to talk about all the time. So yeah, I, I, I know he's my boys. I feel like Elvis Presley <laughs> never felt, I never, never found a bunch of better boys in my life. <laughs> but yeah, these, these, these are, um, these are some, these guys, we will be on, we will be broadcasting on Saturday, this Saturday coming up from 11 to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. And uh, starting on Monday, now I was waiting for some more information, but um, I, I guess I'm going to have to press him more for it. The Wayne Dupree podcast has, I will be joining the Red 
Voice Network. We will still be broadcasting from 12 to 1, 3, 3. But, um, <laughs> but we will be joining Red Voice Network. And uh, they, they, they have given us a time slot of 7 to 8.30. So if you don't see us at 12, uh, 12 to 1 or 1 um, <laughs> you'll see us uh, on the Red Voice Network. Uh, you, you'll probably even see a little logo. Red Voice Network. We're we're happy to um, join them, and we'll be able to. Um, we're going to bring on Drew, and he's going to talk about on um, the Red Voice Network next week to let you know about what's going on and why they are doing this. Um, there's a whole lot of new shows that are being signed on to that network, so um, we are we're going to add our voices on there, but we're not changing anything. They're not asking us to change who we are. As a matter of fact, he was like, uh, I remember, who's the other guy? He works. He works. That's all you need to know. He works. So, um, yeah, they, they're they happy. Uh, they're happy that uh, they're getting the show. And damn you, Newsmax. <laughs> <laughs> damn you, America's Voice. Tell them about the, the, new, the new co-host that's coming on. <clears throat> Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's retired for a little bit. Did you see those pictures of Tucker last night driving around in his golf cart with his wife? Golf cart. And what, then, was that his wife? Yeah. And then some, yeah, yeah, she, he did all right. And then uh, somebody stopped him and interviewed him. He's like, I'm having a great day. Like, we're going to dinner. Yeah. He Tucker, don't around. give your shits. Tucker um, has a sizable bank account. Yes. He has a $15 million house or two. Ten million dollar house down and in that's Florida. Not even one year's pay. <laughs> it's like four beautiful kids, like great wife. Yeah, he's doing all right. Yeah, he's yeah. I wouldn't mind. What the hell? Oh, okay. This is one of those um, cross the seas texts. You know, uh, yeah, I guess so. Whenever I think about love, I think about you. <laughs> Whenever I see, don't be getting catfish, Wayne. Yeah, that believe me. I I know the show. Y'all will never catch me with that one. Okay, we got to get ready to go tomorrow. We're gonna have to, Nicole um, Sai on the show. Beautiful, beautiful young lady. Anti uh, anti China. Um, she's not uh, anti communist. Uh, she she is part of the show. Uh, we've been moving forward with her, with her for the last couple of weeks. Um, she's been educating us again, more with education, but uh, she's been educating us on what's happening um, with my, with Miles Guo um, and uh, um, uh, what's happening with that movement. She sees what China is doing to the American people. She sees what um, China is doing to the American institutions. And her and her group, uh, the National Federation of um, New Federal State of China, New Federal State of China, they are, man, they're spirit war- spirit warriors, man. They, I mean, pray they y'all need to pray for them because they are out there and um, 
need to pray for our justice department too, who's on the wrong side of this. Yeah. 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 We got to get rid of the communists that are controlling the we government. Do. Yeah. We have yeah. to I start mean, looking at it that. as a war. Yeah. I tell you what, if people want to go deep dive, like go back and look at what they did back during the early cold war, you know, and how they were trying to root communists out of the government, you know, and Hutch, you can probably provide better commentary on it, but we almost need that level in currently. And you look at what the current media has done to that. They flipped right. it around and made it like McCarthy was wrong. McCarthy was not wrong. And I'm glad, and right. I'm glad you said that because when I started watching, I was like, how could they do that to Americans? You know, but like you said, they flipped it around to make, and I was like, well, McCarthy wasn't wrong. They were trying to head this thing off back then. They were trying to stop this thing, and and somehow I guess China start putting money. I guess China, that's where the money start infiltrating into Hollywood and stuff, you know, yep. uh, propaganda and different things like that. And Soviet Union too. It wasn't just China. China was Union, yeah. China was a latecomer to the game. China China was a peasant nation up until the late seventies. Oh, okay, you know they were wearing pajamas around. That was real. <laughs> You know? Yeah, I mean, the yeah. communists moved from Russia into China. They took over, and then the Chinese Communist Party just took the playbook that the Russians had put together. And literally, it's just like, I mean, there's books. You can read this stuff from what they say, how they're going to destroy the country. It's not like we're some crazy person making it up. The, you know, go read the Communist Manifesto. Or or you can read, go, go put in, go into a search engine and type cultural Marxism. Right. And you'll see what this, it, it's all right there. But I warn you, it's one of those things you can't unsee. Yep. If you see that, now, now a whole lot of everything's going to make sense. And you're going to always bring it back to cultural Marxism. And people are going to think you're nuts. But it's, Break, it's, it is what it is. Breaking news, China. Uh, Xi has talked to um, Zelensky. Zelensky, yeah. And uh, now Politico, somehow they got word of the conversation. And Politico is saying China says that they won't add fuel to the fire in Ukraine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, it'll, I, I don't see nobody else saying that. But if Zelensky is coming out and saying that, I want to see I want to see Xi come out and say that. Okay? Because Zelensky will come out and say that. And then Xi will like, I didn't say that. Because basically you're saying that I'm giving you cover to attack Russia and I'm not going to do that. I don't think, I don't think she would give him cover to attack Russia. I really don't. Uh, who is Pakistan is uh, um, accepting um, oil or um, yeah, um, gas and whatnot from Russia. They don't care about um you don't care about the sanctions. Yeah, they don't care about the sanctions. Um, okay, so with that said, we got to get ready to go. Uh, GR, give me some last thoughts. Well, hey, uh, a couple things. First of all, thanks for everybody uh, tuning in. We really appreciate it. Like we always like to say, like, comment, share. That's how we we get reach on the show and how we help pass word. And, you know, like we talked about eloquently earlier, uh, um, we're, we really 
are trying to do what we can to save the country. And you guys can help just by something as simple as like commenting and sharing. Uh, second thing, we like to be ahead of the curve, right? And we like to talk about stuff. We've been talking about the uh, about the financial sector collapse. Uh, yesterday saw another domino uh, get really close to falling. First, uh, First National Bank stock plummeted and they're on the verge of collapse. So if you remember back in the shows, we can do a bigger segment on it, but there was a uh, there was like 20 distressed banks and Silicon Valley was like number 16. So the 16th most distressed and they collapsed with a, a small run for cash and then they collapsed. Uh, well, this one was actually number 19 or 20. So it was more safe than Silicon Valley. So there's 27 or there's like 18 huge banks that are in worse shape than these two that are looking to collapse. So, you know, we don't give financial advice, but it's just something to keep an eye on. It should be front page news. The other interesting part to that I saw is that for the first time in like 60 or 70 years, uh, we have, there's less currency floating around in the, in the available capital. And mm -hmm. that happens when you put money in banks, they can loan more money out. Uh, but it, it, there's some really terrifying financial indicators. So, um, and we've been talking about it and talking about it on, on the show. So uh, that's just just something to keep your eye on. Uh, and then the last thing I've got is there is some really great educational uh, hearings going on this week. Um, today, oh my God, you won't believe it. The, the, the energy secretary in a military hearing was talking about converting all the vehicles to electric Grand by twenty. By 2030, every military vehicle in, in, in that seven years from now, they're going to make like literally this was at a congressional hearing. How stupid is that? That's suicidal. It is, it is, it is yeah. suicidal. And yeah. and like That's I say, doing on purpose. Yeah, yeah, I was literally watching the hearing as I was doing some computer stuff. And it was one of those like, holy shit, did she just say that? Let me rewind this. <laughs> like, Oh my God! So now you know you got to spread. Main battle and... tank is seventy tons. Right. It's going to have a battery hutch. Like, do we get triple A's or do do we got to use C's? <laughs> just just the diesel engine has six batteries. Right. Just to start it. Yeah, and these are the, the idiots control. in charge of the country, and and none of this the mainstream media will cover. Yeah, Frankly, you tell me that's not China. You tell me that that's right. not China speaking through Granholm's mouth. Yep. Absolutely. We got to wake up, man. I, these, these Republicans are terrible. Somebody got to fight here. I mean it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Over to you, Hutch, though. Thanks Some for listening, that. folks. <laughs> Back at the beginning of the Ukraine war, we had a different co-host at the time. And I remember getting in an exchange uh, with her. And I, I tried to tell her that, you know, that Russia has supremacy in the air. Mm -hmm. They have air supremacy. They have a complete communications, electronics, warfare blanket over the area. You can't use a cell phone if Russia says you're not using the cell phone. Well, uh, it, it's starting to happen here. Ukraine, which in theory should have an advantage by fighting from defensive positions, has failed to stop the slow but steady advance of Russian troops all along the line of contact, what Jason's been talking to you about, Bakhmut. Instead of attacking and destroying Russian lines of communication that supply the Russian forces, that's the logistics Jason was talking about, Ukraine is launching artillery and high Mars missile strikes 
on civilian targets. Those attacks do nothing to weaken Russia's tactical and strategic situation. Then I'm looking at this map, and it shows blue circles in the, in the fighting lines. The seven blue circles visible on the map signify locations where air raid warnings are sounding on April yesterday, April 25th. This means the Russians hitting these sites with fixed-wing aircraft to deliver 500-kilogram glide bombs and explosive-laden drones, uh, devastating to the Ukrainians on the receiving end. Uh, but this is illustrative of their not having any air defense capability. Their air defense capability is shot, which means that the Russian Air Force can do whatever they feel like. It's almost over. Ironically, those papers that they leaked that they said was fake news, if you remember that a couple of weeks ago, said as much. And everybody in the military came out and said, oh, no, 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 those are all Russian disinformation. These strikes also confirm the assessment contained in one of the leaked pieces of U.S. intelligence that Ukraine's air defense system has been destroyed and Ukraine lacks a layered air defense system to fend off Russian attacks. There's a hearing that is supposed to be starting this afternoon. Um, I'm trying to find out who it is. Um, alcohol and government accountability, national science. Uh, supposed to be this afternoon. But um, I think it's, oh, wait, a, a, a 2 p.m. hearing is supposed to be, um, oh, let me get this out of the way. It's supposed to be China in our backyard, how Chinese money is laundering organizations to enrich the cartels. But, um, oh, Randy Weingarten, the union. Yep. That's today at 2 o'clock. So, There's like five or six great hearings going on today. Yeah, this is this is this looks like it's going to be because she's the one that um, Chris Chris uh, what's the Chris the one that lost to um, DeSantis in Florida. Oh, um, Charlie Chris. She was going to be his um, lieutenant governor, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they knew he was. She was never. They knew that wouldn't happen. She was a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. This um, selects subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic. Okay. All right. Uh, and then at three o'clock, exploit, exploit. You know what, too, Jay, before we go, the way that the house, the house, the house gets five minutes. The lawmakers get five minutes. Really, not to ask questions. Just they can just get five minutes to talk. Yep. To the person that's sitting there right there, they. I don't even know why they're asking questions, and this is for both sides. I don't know why they're asking questions because they're asking a question, and just as soon as the person gets, no, no. Listen, I only got five minutes. I only got five minutes. Then what you asking a question for? But the the house gets five minutes. The Senate gets ten or eleven. A little bit more, from from what I've seen, uh, well, between eight and ten, between eight and ten, a little bit more time, and that's something that I notice is, you know, they they really the hot seat is really a hot seat when they get up there because I, 
I'm not saying that these people don't deserve the abuse that they get uh, with the information that is thrown at them. But I'm like, wow, man, these people really don't really can't defend themselves uh, when asked a question or they can't explain why. But that soundbite gets put on these congressmen's YouTube channel as if they were doing something, but they're really not doing anything. Well, here's the sad thing. There's only so much that these these hearings can do. They can't. They could recommend charges. Maybe they could do whatever. But here's how the system's supposed to operate. This information gets exposed in a Senate hearing, the Senate here or a House hearing. The media then becomes alerted to this is an issue. The media then communicates that to the population and says, holy cow, this is what happens. Can you believe this was a thing? And then the population demands, puts pressure on the government to have people take action. But here's the problem. When it's a Republican thing or corrupt government stuff, mm -hmm. and you have that hearing and you have that soundbite, mm -hmm. the media doesn't take it and run with it. Right. And the media doesn't fire up the population. So there's a very small percentage of people that ever actually saw what happened. You know, like I have X amount of reach on social media. I'm going to be blasting the video of the dumbass and let's make all military vehicles electric. And I'm one voice. And frankly, that should be front page on CNN. Like, who are these idiots running our military? Like, how, how is this even a discussion? And but that's where the that's that's where the media runs interference for for the thing. And, and we have to accept like the House and Senate, it's just for show. But that's why folks like us need to get the truth out so right. that so that people can get as mad as we are, I guess, is the best way to say it. And the one the one element that you left out is the DOJ. Right. They don't they don't need the media. They could go prosecute right now. Yep. And we need to move the DOJ out of D out of DC and into right. Nebraska or Wyoming or somewhere else. When's the last time the DOJ did any super like they haven't done anything except for all they've done is persecute people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're persecuting the people that they can get away with persecuting. Because people, especially if you're on the left, half the people, like, I, I use the example, we're watching two different movies. They see Trump get charged for this stupid bookkeeping thing. And on the left side, their brain says, oh, this is great. The criminal's finally going to jail. And on the right, we say, you are literally prosecuting a president for a bookkeeping error. And I mean, that's a huge disconnect in the country because we're both watching two different movies. Right. Right. All right. We got to go Out of here. Yeah, we got to go. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast. It'll be back tomorrow. I Friday your Thursday with Nicole. Sai here. Uh, and um, hopefully if you have any questions about the CCP China, put them in the, um, put them in the um, chat so that we can ask Nicole. Make sure that you, uh, if you have done some research or you see something, anything that you want questions about China to, uh, put them in the uh, in the chat or in the comment section on Rumble or Facebook or whatnot, and then we'll pull them off and then we'll ask Nicole. All right, and don't forget on Saturday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. we're doing a special 
show on that one. So y'all take care. God bless. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. We'll be right back. 